Hi, welcome to the Verstadt podcast. This is me, Alex, and, and here with Jesus. Yes, today we're going to be talking about our experience in the Ayn Rand conference. Alex will tell you all about it. Exactly, Ayn Rand conference Europe 2020. There's one United States, but ours was on Warsaw, Poland. Yes. Between the 14th and 16th of February. So, we want to do a recap and we want to focus more on all the information you can't get on the internet um, so that we're assuming you already know a little bit about Ayn Rand's ideas and you are thinking about going to the next conference maybe. And so we want to give you all the information you can't get on the internet, like how, like the experience during the conference and all the things you can get there and why you should go there. So we want also to give you a little bit of motivation about it. So the theme of this conference was reason, purpose and self-esteem. And they gave you like, yeah, they talked about like an overview over the basic, uh, I think, concepts in objectivism, I would say, and how they relate to each other. So, yeah. Exactly. And how you can apply those concepts uh, to your own life. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, we will first talk a little bit about the structure of the conference, um, how it was organized, then also some other side events, and um, then... The, the most important or what I would say, like our focus hmm. in between the conference or between the talks and what we learned there. And um, then also some things we liked and didn't like about the conference, a little bit of feedback maybe, and what we learned or our um, experience after the conference, yeah. what we, Took our away. main takeaways, hmm. exactly. So you want to, to say something or should I begin? Yeah, get going. So yes, the conference uh, lasted three days. So it began on Friday and yeah, well, start of conference, registration. Um, there was one talk from Tomek, which is yeah. the organizer of Objectivism <coughs> Poland. It's it's like a group, mm. and it was really inspiring. Uh, whatever, what he said, like all the events they they're doing, and um, I didn't know like that there was so big of a objectivist movement in Poland. Yeah, I know. I mean, Tomek, it seemed like it was his full time job. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like there were so many so many different things that they did. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have imagined that it would have done so much. Yeah, yeah, it was really inspiring. Yeah, um, that he like how you can make this movement grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really liked it. Mm. Yes, and they also have a freedom lunch. They said, mm. and they have a John Gold gin. I yeah, think yeah, in yeah, the yeah. in the. Um, yeah, the menu they don't have like like instead of Cuba Libre, they have Poland Libre. Yeah, and they have like quotes about liberty and stuff. So, right, I mean, it's a it's a presence there which you don't normally see. Yeah, but it's the first freedom bar I've ever seen. I think we we can talk a little bit more about it mm. uh, afterwards yeah. when um, when it's time. Yes, then on Saturday was like Saturday and Sunday were the the main um, talks and event. Um, there were like four talks, I think, from the main speakers and one Q&A panel mm. every day mm. uh, that lasted like for one and a half hours. So you had really a lot of time to, to ask your questions. And um, yes, that's what it, that's, that was the conference, like how, how it was structured. Um, also, if you're a student, you had the opportunity to take a scholarship, um, which I take, I mm. took. Um, and it it uh, practically was just a reimbursement a reimbursement of yeah. the of your travel expenses up to two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Uh, but I will I will talk more 
about the scholarship later or my experience with the scholarship. Um, um, yes. Well, maybe um, something I forgot to say. You, you had to, to apply for it. And if you, if you got it, um, then you had to fill out two, you had to bring two postcards mm. from, from your country um, to fill them out to uh, the sponsors you, you got at the, at the start of the, at the registration. You get the names of the sponsors you had to address in your card and then write a little bit of, of a message and turn it in on, on Sunday, I think. Mm. Exactly. So there were also some unofficial events during yep. um, the conference, um, which, so I, I guess next conference there will be a little bit different, but you should look uh, look f look out for them because, yeah, some of them were really good. Like on Thursday they began, um, they had some objectivist laser attack mm -hmm. and some ego talks, which are like TED talks. Yeah, it was like a... Very similar to that. You could go there and have a talk if you want to talk about something. I, I think that event was really cool. It was a shame that we couldn't go there. But Yeah. yeah. So on, on Friday, the first um, day of the event, uh, but, but before the conference started, there was a Warsaw talk, so uh, a walk. So you mm -hmm. can walk, walk um, and see the, the city. And there was a Polish lunch, which we attended to. And there were a lot of people, like 60 people yeah, going yeah. there or something. Yeah, the, the the restaurant didn't have any more place yeah. because everything was filled up. Yeah, and the food was really good. Yeah, yeah, food was good, and um, afterwards we could we talked with some people, and yeah, and yeah. it was a, a good place to 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 start meeting yeah, with yeah, people. Yeah. And yeah. you get started, you already know somebody when you get to the conference, so that's always nice. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Then on Saturday, after the conference, there were some drinks and the freedom lunch. Mm. And after that, an uh, after party in some club or something, yeah, which we we, we, didn't, go to. we, we didn't go to because the freedom lunch was really good. Yeah, yeah. And um, that day we met more people, I yeah. think, and yeah. we went to the to the lunch, mm -hmm. and it was really comfortable to talk there. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it, there were like three floors, and uh, on the third floor there was like a little bit of music, but not that loud, so you could still talk. talk yeah. um, and yes, we... I think, I think that, that night was one of the highlights. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. yeah. And on Sunday, there was like some objectivist soccer football play they, mm -hmm. they organized. So yes, yeah. um, you, you should look for those unofficial events, yeah. which were planned not by the Ayn Rand Institute, but by some other people. Yeah. Um, I think objectivist Poland. Yeah. And um, it's a really good opportunity to meet people, uh, objectivists, yeah, fellows, yeah. and some other parts of... Yeah. yeah, and you can even probably make proposals and stuff for next year if you're really engaged. And you live there in the city, for example, in Prague, which is going to be even more. So, yeah, it's worth a try. Yes, and then there was also a WhatsApp group, which was really good if you had some questions. Um, I asked about the payment because there was no euro yeah. in Poland and I think also some transportation stuff yeah. and there was also the Facebook group but um, we also got a lot of emails mm -hmm. with all the information yeah. like everything about Warsaw about um, the stays even yeah it was it was really well planned yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it really was so that's also a good place to find information uh to for the conference and we used the whatsapp group to meet some people there yeah. uh well, on saturday we wrote hey who wants to talk a little mm. bit about philosophy yeah. or politics let's meet somewhere and uh we used the whatsapp group several times yeah. to to eat with someone mm. somewhere with a group yeah, or... and people would would tell you hey you know we're here eating here if you want to come to yeah you know that's that's perfect yeah Okay, so that was um, that's like the the structure, the official and unofficial uh, structure of the conference. But all that you can find on the internet, and you can see what the talks are about and stuff. But uh, there, uh, it's the things in between those talks which you don't have 
any idea how this and we want to to clarify and i think it would have been even helpful for us yeah yeah um, absolutely to to see how to to could imagine how it was so that we could better prepare for it maybe yeah. um so yes um i know do you want to begin like what did, did you like like in between the talks um before the conference maybe after um Well, I mean, I I think with the what's obvious, right, is uh, you get to meet a lot of people uh, that are also objectivist and uh, will have interest in objectivist, and you get to do that between talks. So uh, there was a talk, and always there was like at least fifty fifteen uh, minutes uh, break between. Yeah, I think mostly half yeah. an hour. Most okay, times. Yeah, even more. Yeah, especially if it's lunch and stuff. And I, I like the fact that they had like this standing desks, um, mm. and that automatically led to you to. To having to sort of engage with other people, um, so I think that fostered that. And yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a key experience um, of going to the conference, but right? actually meeting people. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, another good thing was uh, you had you could do uh, ask a lot of questions mm. to those people you met, or to the Iron Rand speakers, um, yeah. because they were also there. And you you could really talk to them like you yeah. could very easily approach them and ask them anything you wanted. Um, there were even some discussions uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, between anarchists yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Rand speakers. Yeah. Um, uh, but really, like you could take any questions you had and ask them there. For example, I I asked uh, a question on the Q and A panel mm -hmm. and. I wasn't satisfied with the answer I got. Yeah. And afterwards, afterwards, I went to Onkar mm. and asked him again, and he he really clarified. It was really better because I asked him something, he gave me a response, and then I asked him again, "Oh, but do you mean this?" Yeah. And he said, "Yeah, yeah but I mean it more in this sense." And it was yeah, through that discourse nice exchange. that yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and generally, I mean, getting to know uh, the people from the Iron Rand Institute is also probably nice if you're interested. I mean, for example, I have um, read books of uh, Jaron Brook. Uh, this book equally is unfair, so I brought it with me. He could sign it. Um, and afterwards, uh, we even had time, and I, I talked to him about different things in economics, and he gave me some recommendations. Um, so that exchange is, yeah, I mean, it's you only get it there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I wrote a card to Jaron mm. Brook, It was really good to to being able to really say thank you to him, and uh, but in person. Yeah, yeah. And I gave him the the card, and he read it, and he said thank you to us yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's really invaluable. I yeah. would say like that were really some things that uh, made a difference, and you can't get anywhere. Yeah. Also, like to see the movement, the people, the conference speakers there and physical like yeah. in real life yeah. it makes really a difference um than to see everything from youtube yeah, yeah. It, it makes it more real in a way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely oh yeah and another thing is um not only did you get to meet a lot of people from like objectivists and stuff but what i liked is like most people that you met all of them had something going on. So we met one guy who had like this, the, the, the most important website about objectivism in Spain. Yeah. The other guy we made, you translated a book. Um, another guy saw that we, we came from Germany and he even talked to me, hey, you know, in Germany, there's this guy um, who who is doing a conference. Philip. Yeah, Dar Philip, exactly. Dharma. Yeah. Yeah, we were probably going in Erfurt. And, you know, here's his, here's his number, write to him, you know, let him know. Um, so that was really nice, you know, very yeah. motivated people. Like after after I did a question in the Q&A yeah. panel, someone approached me and said, yeah. oh, you know this question? Like, I, I think the answer would be more like this or something. Mm -hmm. And, he, and he, he gave me his answer. Yeah. And then we talked to him, you know, David. Yeah. yeah and I we met his that. wife afterwards and we really yeah. talked to them. Yeah. It was really interesting. Uh, that was also really cool. Yeah. And, and another highlight for me was listening to people to the way people got in contact with Ayn Rand's ideas. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. really funny. Mm. Like um, Alex, for example, yeah. he told us he was searching one night for uh, an audiobook yeah. so he could fall asleep. And he randomly found uh, the Jungle Speech, yeah. which 
if you don't know, it's uh, um, a four-hour speech. Four hour speech yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. really deep philosophical. Yeah. Um, in in the Ayn Rand and uh, Ayn Rand's right. book Atlas Frat. Yeah. And he found that that talk and that speech, and he he found it that good that he he didn't sleep at all that yeah, night. Yeah. He just listened to it, to it like one or two times. And he listened to that talk many yeah. times during six months. And then he got to, he saw like Iron Rand had more, not just yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, but yeah, yeah, more yeah. books and was a whole philosophy. And then he got really into it. Or um, David, the one from the yeah. Q&A panel, yeah. he said to me that his son had to to read one of Iron Rand yeah, books. Yeah, I remember, I remember. Yeah. And, and in school. And then he got to, to read it and, yeah, because they came from from a Soviet country. Yeah, um, they really saw that Ayn Rand's ideas were like true. Yeah, and they could see like relate. Yeah, yeah really relate and um, yeah, you you can fight people like from all yeah. all areas. There was also uh, another thing I really liked. Uh, which they organized the Ayn Rand Institute mm -hmm. during the conference like on on the last day you could talk like for two hours uh, to people in many different areas yeah. Uh, yeah. of business like entrepreneurship or mm -hmm. marketing or web development or I think there was like 60 people yeah. or something yeah. I don't know how, really how long the list was yeah. and uh, you could go to, to yeah. any table just, just talk to them Ask and they were anything. they were literally there just waiting for you to approach them. Like if you don't, they just stand there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's really inviting. Yeah. 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 I I talked to to the CEO of the Ayn Rand Institute, Charles yeah. Safani. Yeah. And uh, I I really enjoyed that talk. Like he gave gave mm. me really valuable input. Yeah. Uh, I don't know to to whom did you? Went? I, I talked to to a lot of people. Right. Mm. So I I was at Safani first. Then I um, talked to to someone who was doing like activism there. Um, I then also uh, approached one of the um, one of the members of the staff. I don't remember his name, but also a philosopher there for the for the Ayn Rand Institute. Um, so yeah, I got a little bit of a mix of everything, but it was really nice. But I I, I wish we would have would have had more time. Uh, perhaps you could have even talked to more people. Yeah, but it was it was really good. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to say anything more about uh, this area, or mm, no, no, no? That's that's about it. Yeah. So, so yeah, and uh, summarizing, like it's it's really valuable to finally meet people with similar ideas, and uh, it's uh, it was so cool to yeah, finally yeah. talk to them from this objectivist perspective. Yeah, that's and, the, one thing that I forgot to say is. Um, like objectivism or the ideas of objectivism are well they're not mainstream let's, let's yeah. say it like that and i think because of that there are certain issues which you cannot so easily discuss with normal uh, people but when you when you find someone who is objectivist you can discuss about things that were more difficult before right so for example if you you know what do you think about this concept or do you think this way of thinking makes sense or not to most people you would have to explain so much before yeah. you could even talk yeah. about that yeah, yeah i think that was really nice yeah and also we went to a restaurant one evening and we were talking and someone mentioned one quote from one Ayn, one book yeah, of Ayn yeah, Rand yeah. or something or one talks uh, something Ayn Rand said on some day yeah. and everyone just nodded like yeah, yeah. yeah man, that's it yeah, 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 like yeah. everyone understood immediately uh, one really yeah, hidden quote said yeah. some time yeah, from Ayn yeah. Rand and everyone knew about it and what it meant and that was really cool that's yeah. when I yeah. I really felt yeah. Uh, good during that 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 moment. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I wanted to also mm -hmm. talk a little bit about what we disliked about the conference. Yeah. Not pretending that it was perfect, perfect. No. and 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 stuff. Yeah. Um. So for me, the three were food. Food was yeah. really bad. <laughs> Like uh, coffee yeah. was okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but food <You> was really. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult to to bad coffee. I mean, that's really yeah. So yeah, no, no, it, the food the food was bad. I, I yeah. really have to say it was really. Yeah, bad. yeah, it um, was. Um, like I can understand a lot of people. Oh, actually, we, we didn't mention. I think there were like five hundred people. Going yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah. 
Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so there were so many people you, you couldn't talk to all of them. No, no, impossible. Yeah, um, way too many. Yes. So, so I can understand. Like, if there are 500 people and you want to do the conference as cheap as possible so yeah. anyone can go there, of course, you won't have real yeah, quality no, food. I, but I, I, I do get that. I'm going to be a little bit harsh here. Um, but I don't even think that, that the problem was a problem of, of, of the of the amount of money, right? So, because what I did was pasta and stuff. And I, I got the feeling that the pasta was simply like not well prepared. Right, so yeah, I mean, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, yeah. yeah, that was not so good. Well, the other thing, <laughs> weather, yeah. like yeah. uh, mid February Poland is really not <laughs> yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. It was like a little bit of a little bit of snow, no light. Everything was like wet. It was, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. there's a very cheap Uber. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's very important. And so we could just go Uber here, Uber there, and it was really cheap. So yeah, yeah, we, we can made up. We can mention maybe uh, the the good stuff after this. Okay, okay I didn't good, have good. planned it, but but I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Like the location, I really liked it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I dislike the anarchists. To be oh honest. yeah, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, like like maybe not all anarchists because that would be a generalization. But there were some anarchists which were like really. Yeah, and it's and it's not only the, the fact that they were anarchists, which is you know well, but but the, the, their attitude. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. it's not just the ideas, um, which maybe you can have an interesting interest discussion about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, their attitude, like some were really aggressive. Yeah. Um, sometimes disrespectful to Ayn Rand speakers. Yeah, yeah. When the, asking the questions. Poor Ankar. Was the most friendly guy ever. Yeah. Um, so that was not. I don't know. I didn't like that. I, I even got to discuss with with one of the anarchists. Oh, you did. Um, and I know. I find it. I found it weird. He was saying no, but you know this. Uh, you know, we're talking about patents. And he then said, "Yo, but it's but it's efficient economically and stuff." And I said, "No, I mean, no, it isn't." And I explained to him. Then at the end, he was like, "Yeah, maybe, but but it's a moral issue, you know." So <laughs> so sort of a weird attitude. Not even sort of trying to learn from one another. So. I don't know, but there's always going to be people mm, like that. Yes, so. yes. Like, you, you will always find that. And then um, another thing I didn't look, uh, like that much, and it was it's more about the conference, is the that there were no advanced talks yeah. about yeah. Um, objectivism, mm -hmm. which I can understand because there was a lot of people... Who were new. Yeah, really new basic level of, of understanding of objectivism. Many didn't even read one book of her. Yeah. And uh, I, I can understand why you couldn't make like a more uh, advanced talk. But I think the way you can solve this is just make m multiple talks at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And then if you're like more entry level, you go to these ones and people who are more experienced because like we, we only know I ran for one year and yeah. uh, we found some of the talks very basic yeah but there were people like the one who translated domingo yeah the one who yeah, translated yeah, yeah. iron rand's book many books he has yeah. translated he has mo more than 10 years of uh experience with iron rand ideas yeah. and for him i talked to him and uh, yeah. the conference was like really boring well the talks were boring yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for him um what he and li liked was like Meeting speaking people. to people yeah. like us yeah. um But he he said to me like maybe I won't go to to the next 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 year next year because of it yeah and yeah, um, that would be like um, really sad because yeah that's the people you want at the conference of you course. know like people yeah. who who know a lot and have translated and, and you you see like Ayn Rand's ideas are really a passion for him yeah um, but if you make so basic talks. And don't and can't offer them anything to those people, then of course they, they yeah. won't go. You lose interest. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that's true. And then the, the, the another point that I wanted to make as maybe to do with that, um, I think there was one uh, Q and A panel which was like two hours long, mm -hmm. where you could ask like any questions, and um, or no, it was uh, that was as well. I think that was too long. But the second thing, there was another one about uh, scholarships or something like that. Oh. And I thought that was a little bit boring. Um, I also thought one of the speakers had like difficulty uh, speaking in English, um, which I mean, nobody's perfect, but 
I would I would expect from them to to give you know people on stage who are really good speaking and stuff. I mean, compare this to Jaron Brook. Yeah, it's a world of difference. Um, and it would be nice to you know you can give that info, but at the same time perhaps have a second talk like you just mentioned and do something more more complex, yeah. more advanced. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is. I think there was a lot of time to to discuss and, and debate. I think that's or exchange ideas generally, but I think they it would have been nice if they like actively um, sort of encouraged that. Like for example, mm. imagine that at the same time while there was the Q and A in the other room, you could there were tables there, and then you would say, okay, this table is to talk about metaphysics. This is about epistemology. Mm. Okay. This is about economics. This is about politics. And then you could just sit there and, and talk to people. So in a way that it it makes it even easier to to get to know more people. Yeah. I think that would have been nice. Yes. Yeah. One thing we were missing at the second day was like really engaging and deep philosophical yeah. philosophical debate because I think on the surface level you could agree like there was a lot of agreement yeah. on with these people going to the conference. But I think on some deeper issues maybe there's a lot of yeah. of conflict or or discussions yeah. to ha be had and like uh, we we really missed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because we're we're the agreement is nice, but what's more interesting <laughs> is the disagreement, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And this goes for your side as well. I mean, where there's disagreement, you can probably learn something. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, we we used a WhatsApp group to find someone yeah. willing to talk with us, and we found um, one guy, and we're like, no friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Really. Uh, really good. Um, but but yes, but I don't know how how you could solve this in on a conference. Or you yeah, know, I think like people have also different interests. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. okay. But yeah. So maybe about the good stuff. Um, yes, the the location, Warsaw. Yeah. I uh, besides the weather, of course, I really liked it. Like mm. uh, this was really cheap. Um, there was Uber, which if yeah. you're living in Germany, you would not try Extremely cheap, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's it's was really great. Food was great and cheap. Yeah, everything was cheap yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the fact that we could find an Airbnb is so close to the conference that was also really yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Airbnb was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was also really good. Yeah, and cheap as well. And cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yes. Anything you want to mention here, or then we could mm, go to the no. more like our favorite talks. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, so we, we we didn't want to talk about all the talks that we were giving and stuff, but we wanted to take at least three mm. of our favorites. Uh, well, I have mine sorted, mm. uh, but I know a few just took three. Yeah. So my favorite talk was How to Be the Hero of Your Own Life by the Iron Rand CEO, Tal Stefani. Mm. This one was my favorite. Yeah. And he talked like the two things I, I liked more, most was when he asked, what is happiness? Yeah. And like, I would consider that a scary question because mm. I had not asked that question myself so before. Directly. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. really, what is happiness? How, how does it look like in my life? And how can I attain it really? Mm. Like I... I well, because I'm um, I'm an objectivist, of course. Like the 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 whole purpose of my life, I see it like is attain happiness, yeah. which um, just for clarification, is not just like a shallow happiness mm. you find after buying some shoes or something. Like, yeah. uh, and and the objectivist philosophy, happiness is more complex and yeah. more deep than that. A state of non-contradictory joy, I think. Yeah. Is something like that, yeah. Uh, but even that is just like yeah. just the, the tip of the iceberg yeah, uh, of what absolutely. happiness consists of. Yeah. And at the very least, you have to, to see, okay, Ayn Rand means this with happiness, but how do I and experience, what, what does it mean to experience happiness in my own mm -hmm, life? Mm -hmm. And that was like all the questions that his speech uh, made me think about. Yeah. And to to um yeah like yeah R really think about it yeah, yeah. I, no I, I think that the, what I liked I mean that that was one of my favorites as well 
I think the the way he he held the talk was really good. So yeah. really good um, speaker. And what I also liked it was it was a motivating speech, but it was not a motivating speech in a way of yeah you can do it. Woo. Yeah. Not at all. Right. So so it, it takes work. Um, you have to experience um, different stuff to figure out what you like. Um, so in general, I would say that was one of the the talks that really it was also at the end. So it was the yeah. last, which yeah. fit really well. So it was one in which you could sort of concretize, okay, I learned all of this today. What does this mean in practice for me? Yeah. yeah. That I really so, yeah. Yes, it was one of the most practical talks, I would yeah. say, like yeah. the how you can use objectivist philosophy in your own life. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, at the beginning, he said, like, I want to save you from a good life. Yeah. I want you, that you have a perfect life, yeah, like the yeah, best really life good. possible, a 10. From, one mm-hmm. to, from zero to 10, to have a 10 not just five or six or something. Yeah. And I really liked it. Like, mm. um, he also talked about passion, like that you you have to discover your passion, yeah. not not define it like, oh, my passion is this. No, you don't know what your passion is and you should really search for it through reflection, introspection. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's when you discover that and you can find ways to, to live, through your passion and make money and all yeah. of that, that your life really becomes a 10. And uh, like this way of thinking, I I don't know how I was thinking before, but it was not, not like this. Not as like, clear. Like yeah. how, how can I make the best life possible? Like I think I would at, at some point get to that mindset, but mm. through this talk, I really gained like, yeah, my mindset shifted to really how can I find my passion and organize my life so that I, my life is really a 10. Mm. And that's why I, yeah. I really like it. So I would re- recommend as soon as the talk yeah. comes out, yeah, which yeah. I don't know when they will upload it, Me I hope either. soon, uh, to watch it. You'll probably and, watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I will watch it, <laughs> yeah. surely, yeah. Uh, many yeah, just, times. Uh, one thing that I also uh, would like to mention is... Um, normally when you talk about following your passion, it's like follow your passion independently of reality of whatever. Yeah. Right? I mean, just go paint and if you end up in a bridge, well, yeah, I mean, follow your passion. Um, but he turns that completely around. So no, of course not, right? So look at the things that you can do, look at the opportunities that you have, look at what you really like doing and then consider it and then follow your passion, right? So yeah. it's not independent of reality, but considering reality. Yeah, yeah. He had a one, one point at his talk, like how can you how can you get paid while you're learning? While you're learning mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. and and to get to your passion, yeah, yeah, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And he used this um, this really motivated game developer from yeah, like the seventies or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he showed clips of him of a talk he gave. And yes, like I really like the style he used yeah. during the during his talk. I've never seen that type of 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 style. Yeah. He also asked a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and he write said, down. and he said to us, like, write down, like, put your phone out or a piece of paper and write down the answer mm-hmm. you get um, from this question. And he gave us like 10, 20 seconds to to answer it, yeah. and many ones. So yes, uh, really good talk, and this was really my favorite because I, I don't know, I really liked that type of of. Yeah. Um, it, it it would count into the ethics of mm-hmm. objectivism yeah. philosophy, like how to live your life. And I really I am passionate about that yeah. area. Absolutely. Yeah. So the second one, um, what we can learn from the Berlin Wall from Jaron Brook. I think it was yeah, the title. Yeah, yeah. Something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. The, the... He never mentioned the title. <laughs> no, the no. no, well, we, we can say something about that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so... Jaron, he, he has uh, many talks that are similar, I would say, to this one. This is sort of a different a different take on it. And um, from my, I, I have to remember, right? Um, but his his basic message was, hey, look look at the Berlin Wall. I mean, look at Germany. You have uh, one side of Germany in which you have like a, a wall keeping people in, you know, pe- children dying because they want to escape. And then to compare that and see the suffering, the destruction... And the other side, which which flourished, at least in comparison. Uh, and his point was basically, you know, it's, it's so obvious, right, from these experiences, that socialism, that, you know, forcing the mind, that 
uh, controlling the individual and so on don't work. And I mean, it, it's sort of the the message that, that Milton Friedman used to give. Sort of, you know, we we had socialism and we know it failed. We had capitalism, we know it worked, and we concluded that we needed more socialism. <laughs> and then he makes sort of the point: okay, why is that? Right. So if the if the evidence is so obvious, if the evidence is so overwhelming, which from an economic perspective it is, and there's not debate to be had, um, then why do three pe- people you know follow it? And his uh, response, as usual, is basically the the fault of morality. So mm-hmm. that we have accepted the idea that it's good to sacrifice yourself for others, that uh, looking for your own sake, you know, profit is, is evil. And yeah, so that's sort of how I would uh, wrap up the, the presentation. Uh, Jaron always, you know, the, the way he delivered it, the, the importance that he gave also on the idea of individual rights, right, on, on uh, your, your right to your own life, the pursuit of happiness, um, all of that. He then sort of at the end, you know, the end of the speech was really powerful, how he yeah. brought all of that together so yeah, yeah it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. like one thing i really enjoyed about it was like he he recognized the 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 external war maybe you could say it like mm-hmm. this like the fight against socialism and collectivism and uh op- yeah oppression of individuals yeah and that's going on there and as a objectivist or a a liberty fighter yeah you want to fight against this but he said no but you first have to focus on yourself and on your on your own morality and you have to understand these issues because it's more complex than than just just Fighting with yeah, other people, liberty. no. Yeah, yeah. You have to fight first against yourself and understand mm-hmm. all the issues and really learn and study, uh, not just objectivism, but more. Yeah. And focus on that you have the best life you can. And if you find that you have to go to another country or anything, then then do it. But it will take a lot of time to change yeah. the culture, to change the politics. Yeah. And that shouldn't be your primary focus. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And... uh I don't know how he did it. Like I have to see the talk again, but at the end he really talked about everything, like yeah, yeah, about yeah, politics and what you can learn from the mark, uh, macro example exactly. of the Germany and stuff. And then he ended up with individual and how yeah, you should yeah, yeah. live your life. And then he wrapped it up. And I know he yeah, he, yeah it was it was really yeah yeah I was just so so focused on the talk that uh, I was taken away with it. I don't remember every single word, but when it comes out. Uh, we will see it. Yeah, but I'm sure it. When we when we see it again, we will. Everyone who sees will will agree with me. It was a really good talk. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean the the last one which we wanted to touch on uh, was the first speak um, that was given, and it was by Ankar, and it was sort of an introductory uh, speak to the entire conference, and it was right in the the beginning in the morning. Um, and I really liked it because uh, the speech was about uh, reason, purpose, and self-esteem, which was the theme of the conference. And he managed to uh, show how these three things are uh, linked together from the obje- objectivist perspective. So basically the idea is, okay, wh- what is reason? What do we mean by reason? Well, reason is with capacity to think, to discover reality, and so on, that we have to be first-handed, meaning we have to discover this on our own. And then about purpose, which has to do with, with ethics, so what should you do given that you have this specific nature and these capabilities? And the answer is more or less simplifying uh, to search your happiness, to, uh, to succeed as an individual. And then the issue of self-esteem and how it's related to that. And the, the vision is, and this is a vision that's um, special to objectivism, um, that self-esteem comes from the conviction that you have about your capability of dealing with the world. So you look, these are the goals that I have set. And I can use my mind and I achieve them. And every time I do, I have trust in my capability to do that. And from there, um, self-esteem arises. So all of that is linked together. And if you deny reason at the beginning, then you lose everything else. So I think that that outline was really good for the entire talk. Because later when they talked about altruism, uh, about egoism, and so on, you you knew, okay, here's where this fits. And here's why this matters. And free will later and so on. So uh, I, there were many things that I, I already had heard before, but the way in which he explains it and, and linked them together and concretized it helped me uh, understand it better as well. 
Yeah. yeah. One thing you said after the talk, and I, I really uh, like to uh, was that this talk is perfect for introducing Ayn Rand's ideas with as little conflict as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's he he did it in a way that's not controversial at all. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I want to see a talk also again. Yeah. Because it's I think the outline he took is the best to explain objectivism Absolutely. to your friends or anybody mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who is not familiar with her ideas and without touching on the very controversial points which just uh, can lead the discussion yeah. sideways and, and it's and it's and I think it's interesting because the points that he made are all uh, of objectivism basic premises so from that actually everything follows but for whatever reason people tend to agree on that what follows they don't <laughs> But that's sort of contradictory, I would say. But yeah, it's. But so nobody's going to say, well, no, I don't like reason. Right? I'm yeah. not going to follow facts. Perhaps they do, but they won't say it. Right? So yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the three favorite talks of yeah. All, us. Yeah. Interesting that the, the three were the same. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. Different um, order, but the same. Yeah. 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 Yours was uh, more of Jaron's. I, I like Jaron's more, more. Um, yeah. but I don't know it's it's difficult to sort of rank them because they're on different subjects and stuff. But yeah, yeah. So um, then maybe to to wrap up after the conference, uh, how was your feeling? Like, uh, how were you feeling? Maybe on the plane, uh, <laughs> going home, Fuck, um, on the train. And the next days after the conference. Yeah, I, I, I was, of course, feeling great, but I mean, very motivated. Even though I was, you know, tired, <coughs> absolutely destroyed from every day walking here and there, my legs hurt, everything. But still, I felt uh, really motivated. Um, I think for me, what, what, what shifted in my mind was that I had this, this ideas of, you know, how I believe you, you should live your life and stuff, um, how to think, all of that. And, there were to me like there I knew this is what I was sort of supposed to be doing but I didn't really like see okay do it like apply it um, and that was what sort of shifted me so the, the the practical application in my life and to actually you know to write it down right so like like Safani said yeah. you know my goal is this and this this is the way I'm going to take this is the habit that I need to change and I think that's what, what really shifted in my mind yeah for me, it was um, also like a mindset shift. Um, first, about the happiness thing I said, which <laughs> I haven't answered yet because uh -huh. I was sick a, a lot of time and I had a lot of work to do, but uh, I will answer it. Um, it's, it's really on my mind like every day. Uh. You have to get think about this. <laughs> and um, also this way of thinking about how much of your life you can really organize mm -hmm. however you want. Um like i i really think that i i if i if i plan and i think about it i can organize my life or i can make it look like however i want to yeah uh but i've never thought about this way like oh, you know i really enjoy this part but i don't enjoy that much how, how can i do more of this and less of that yes, yes. and how can i do that uh, while earning money and uh, wh where do i want to go like this way of thinking about it really changed inside yeah. me and uh, wa was more, yeah, clear. Yeah, no, in my I, I mind. think if I may interrupt, it's a um, now you say it, it's a it's a very first-handed sort of way of, of looking at life. Right? So yeah. you, instead of saying, "Well, it's it's eight p.m. Well, it's time to go to sleep or whatever," you say, "No, no, no, no. Let me start from the beginning. I am Alex. I like this, this, and this. What I'm going to do at eight? I don't know. Let me consider this. You know that approach. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it's like. What this this passion thing also like mm. what do I like? But he said it from a, a like when when most people talk about passion, they assume you already know. Yeah, but it's not yeah. that clear. Yeah, it's no, not no. that that easy mm. to know. Like what what is your passion? Yeah. And and it's more complex than that because it's not just what do you like, but what parts of the thing of the whole activity yeah. you do. What parts of those do you like more? Mm. And what don't and for what yeah, reason the, the, I think one thing we forgot to mention is uh, actually he also said you had to do introspection about how you feel 
right? So ah, yeah. I think that's something you ignore. So, well, I'm feeling, how do I feel? Do I feel nervous? And why do I feel this way? Yeah. Well, that's an important question because you assume that there's a reason. Mm. Uh, and that way you sort of investigate in your own self. Yeah, yeah. He said something about um, at, at your 20s or well, at, at this phase of your life, yeah. do a lot of different experiences mm. and introspect how you feel about them and what yeah. parts you liked and what parts you didn't like. Um, yes. And well, I don't know if you want to mention anything more about it. I'm fine. <laughs> And the second thing for me was mm-hmm. um, really like, uh, I think it had to do with meetings. So many people, yeah. also objectivists, and also like you, you finally see, like objectivism was always for us like, oh, it's a kind of a controversial idea yeah, and stuff yeah. and let's see. But at the end, we we found that, yeah, it's, it's the truth. Like, yeah. and, and it seems... Uh, that everything because, is true yeah. in, in philosophy and objectivist philosophy and well if it's not then we will reject it ultimately yeah, of course, yeah. but um we just got there because of our f- yeah, following the truth mm-hmm. and but finally seeing other people with the same ideas and like really normal people but very motivated people also yeah. like they yeah. really want to to live the best life they can and and, and you see and like yeah i mean one was really passionate about this and the other was about this and and finally you could meet the people and yeah they, they were all really normal like yeah they were not like assholes no, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the sort of people you want to hang out with yeah right <laughs> like, yeah yeah cool, right? cool people people you can admire something in them um about that also um i had also like exchanges with with so this is this is the, like a very very special sort of conversation, right? So uh, I am I am objectivist. Another uh, guy who is also an objectivist, and he is also an economist, and he also studies this and this, and I also do. And then I ask him, you know, hmm, given that we are objectivists, you know, what do you think about this and this? Do you need, you know? So uh, to get that perspective for somebody who has traveled sort of a, a similar path of thinking hmm. is very valuable because other people just don't get that far in, in that specific realm which you are interested in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's something you can only get when you are in a conference. Yeah. So that experience for me were, um, really made in my mind like, yeah, this is yeah. true. This is, exists. This movement is there. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it makes things more... It, it also motivated me more to do this podcast and yeah. to share the, those ideas and and um, to get them out. You know, yeah. like yeah. Um, they're really good ideas and mm. um, they they should get out. Um, other people Absolutely. should yeah. should um, like also maybe more from from the perspective of how people told me how they first got introduced to Ayn Rand's ideas. Like mm. there were really crazy ways how people found Ayn Rand that made me uh, and the transformations like Mm. uh, from one guy we really saw like he would try Ayn Rand's ideas helped him transform his life turned around 180 degrees and 720 degrees (laughs) really crazy we should invite him someday and do a podcast Um, but like to see how how that really is impossible really made uh, inspired me and um yes made me want to go out and explain yeah. this like i i work in a in a company and we have uh lunch and learn so you can mm-hmm. well people eat you can do a talk or something mm-hmm. and it makes makes me want to share them with them yeah. and maybe most of the people will re- reject these ideas but if sure. just one says okay i'm going to read one book of her yeah. that's that's really great that's yeah. enough for me yeah yeah yeah, just just uh, do what Ankur did. <laughs> <laughs> do what Ankur did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah so uh, last motivation: why people should go to the next conference in Prague or in the United States or to any Iron Rand conference. Uh, if you are interested in reason, in people thinking, in trying to discover what is the best way that I should live my life. That is what you find there, right? So that is the people who are engaged with this question, who have studied that like their entire life. Uh, you get to meet them, you get to ask them questions, 
Um, uh, if that's what you're interested in, don't miss out. Like I would not sort of not try it once. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say the same. And also, uh, there is so much opportunity to ask any question you want mm. about these ideas, and actually about any anything. Like yeah. there are so many people there. You will find someone uh, who is in your very specific niche of interest yeah. or ha ha has at least a, a lot of similarity mm. and you can ask him anything about yeah. about uh, life or things you like and stuff and um, if you're a student then you can f um, take the scholarship yeah. and then the event will be free for you yeah. or almost free yeah. and um Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, one 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 thing. Um this is not specific to the conference but it sort of enhances the value of it. Like when was the last time that you took like one weekend only to think about what you should do with your life? Mm. But about what is important, what are your values, why um what is true, why how do you know that it is true? Um like to take one, you know, weekend to think about it gives you such a clarity in your mind. Um only for that reason it's it's really Yeah, an interesting experience. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I can say I came really motivated out yeah, of that conference, and uh, I think it had uh, more than that, just like a, a really deep shift inside yeah. of me, not just a uh, motivation that lasts for a, a week mm. or for some days, but a really long-term um, mindset shift, yeah. I would say, best way to explain it. Yeah. That I took from it. I agree. Yes. Well, hope to see you there next week. Um, yeah. Thank you to, to the Iron Rand, yes. uh, Iron Rand Institute. Mm -hmm. If they're listening to this, um, really great conference. Yeah. Um, and well, we will be there. We will be next there next year. year. For and next week, we're going to be talking about inequality. Oh, I'm just going to make an announcement here. Okay. We're going to be talking about inequality, and we're going to be talking about. Uh, the way that it is presented, how the way that it is presented is, uh, I would say, intentionally or unintentionally uh, misguided, and and all of the sort of little tricks that you do to sort of trick you, um, and we'll also be looking perhaps a little bit of a or perspective on inequality, why it matters, why it doesn't matter. So yeah, watch out for that. That's coming next week. Great, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. And you should too. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for listening. Yeah. If you went to the Ayn Rand uh, con and you want to add something we didn't say, just write in the comments. Yeah. And if you have any questions for us about the Ayn Rand conference or anything about objectivism, also put it in the comments. Yeah. So see you next week, guys. Bye. Be there.